How strong are you? Not as strong as I once was. Things start to fall apart when you stop carrying. And I stopped carrying a long time ago. Welcome back to the Combo Bullies. There's the bully, me host Leroy, aka the Full Metal Botanist, with my co-host. Yeah, this is Eli, aka Moose Knuckles. There you go. That is definitely sexual. <laughs> we knew it. We knew a girl. We used to call it that. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> we're not gonna go there. Anybody know what we mean? We know what we mean. But yeah, we're back for another episode. We're just gonna just jump into it. And like I said, we got a full. We got a full show for a slow show. So we made something a out full of nothing. slow show. Full slow show. You know how you got like a toothpaste at the very bottom and you like squeeze it? That's what this show is. But we're going to make it work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but first thing, Eli, we're going to stop because we made a bet last week. We made a bet. And I am so confident in this bet that I'm betting it on the very first thing on the show. You said you were going to sell us on Riverdale. Oh, shit. We did say that. We did say that. Just start off the rip. Give it to us. Because I am so confident in it that you could lead the show with this. Okay. What, what you got for me? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you, you, was in the, you was in the hey, moment at the time. <laughs> do you like comic books? Sure. I you guess. like Riverdale? I mean, Riverdale's a comic book, so. Yeah. It's, it's a comic book show, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you like um, Hot Chicks? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> oh, oh, there she is. Yeah, there's there's there one of is. them. There she there's, is. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl Blossom. Whatever yeah. her name is. I, I just saw that and I was like, oh, yeah. That's what he likes to show. Okay. Yeah. She's right. on there. She's on there. Making <laughs> the, out with the plot. Yeah. Making out with other hot chicks. Um, and you got Veronica, Betty and Veronica. It's, Betty it's and Veronica. Free. Do they make out too? Yeah. Uh, Betty and Veronica. Well, Veronica was banging Archie. Of course, Archie bangs it's everybody. Archie, bang, Archie Archie's bangs everybody. Bang our, you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's teen drama. But see, it's a darker take. I never gave a shit about Archie growing up. I never gave a shit. I was aware of you know that you know Archie and Josie. And the Here's pussy, the thing: the if they dance. had drawn Betty and Veronica like Psylocke. And rogue in those comics, <laughs> you might have been into him at the time. Yeah, I mean, I never got into him, but I it wasn't until the Archie horror line. Now you look at Archie like, you know what? Let me give Archie a try. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get into the Archie comics until they started doing the horror books. You know, Jughead the Hunger, where he where Jughead's a werewolf, Vampironica, vampires, afterlife with Archie. You know, the zombies and and and. Uh, Sabrina, Sabrina, the the chilling adventures. She's tied of into it. Josie and the yeah, Pussycats. Those were dark, it's like a Archie yeah. cinematic universe. Yeah. yeah, and that that was some dark ass shit. The chill, the the Sabrina comics were pretty, pretty cool. You know, I was like, whoa! I and then I started watching the shit. Mostly because my kid, my kid was into it, and I just started watching it. You know, I was watching 
Supergirl and Arrow and all that other CW shit. And then here was Archie. I was like, okay. And it's a darker take on the Archie universe. It's more like in the, it, like horror, murder, mystery, crime, drama. Less bubblegum pop. There is that stuff in there. There is like teen drama and teen romance and all that shit you'd expect from a CW teen show. But it's more darker. And every season has a different theme. You know, the first season was like Twin Peaks because Jason Blossom died, Cheryl's brother. They were trying to figure out who that was. And it you 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 uh you find out how corrupt and fucked up that town is. You know, season two was like a serial the Black Hood, who was an old DC villain. He was a serial killer on the show. And it was like it was like Zodiac or seven. It was like they were who was the serial killer killing all these people? You know, season three was like a cult, like a satanic cult that was sprouted out of like this Dungeons and Dragons game. What was it called? Wizards and Warlocks or some shit? Like their remember. version of it, but yeah. Yeah, but it was like a Dungeons and Dragons type game and like this satanic cult which, which you know, witches coven grew out of it and shit. And each season has a different theme. Now, this past season, they went full-blown superhero. They're all the X-Men yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> they, Cheryl, the chick you just showed up, she's Phoenix. Yeah. She's literally got the Phoenix Force. Well, she's there got, you go. Let's fan cast yeah. it. Let's fan cast it right now. Hey, MCU is doing it. Yeah. Give me this. I will buy all the dollars for that. It's yeah. Dark Phoenix. So. Jean Grey right there. Right there. <laughs> you know, and I did, yeah, it, it's a guilty pleasure. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I will admit I do watch it for the eye candy. <laughs> <laughs> sure you do. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it gets, you know, it takes it's why i like slasher movies and like stephen king he takes like suburban americana and sort of deconstructs a, it and, and right, shows there's the, something the dark, deeper and darker going the dark underbelly you know you know you know what you know like john carpenter did in halloween and, and texas chainsaw and west craven like did. uh jordan peele didn't get out yeah taking yeah. the taking suburban americana you know all these you know, the, the, these bougie folks went out to the suburbs to get away from the crime of the inner city and end up mm-hmm. becoming just as fucked up and even more fucked up than right. the, the, the poverty of, 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 of the urban environments and shit. And that's what I like about slasher movies and, and, and Stephen King. And that's what basically Riverdale is. It's a dark take on deconstruction of American suburbia. So Nice. And like I said, and yes, and that, I watch it. I watch right, it. And if that don't Cheryl sell you, yes, <laughs> that, that's the reason to watch it. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. So you know, hopefully we have sold you on the show. <laughs> yeah. Come for the ass, stay for the the lore. <laughs> <laughs> like buying a Playboy. You know what? This is a good ass article. Yeah. <laughs> After I busted one, I can read this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Let's, see what else, Let's see what else this comic <laughs> this this yeah. thing has to offer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we had filibustered enough. Reason I want to bring that up. Well, one because of the ass. The other reason was because we're gonna segue into something else. Like I said, we want to talk about Archie. We're talking about Riverdale because that is based on a comic book. Not mm-hmm. a typical comic yeah. book. There's no flights and tights and stuff like that. But I'm gonna start off with a review. Eli, I know you. I know you're a movie guy. I know you do the raw reviews and stuff like that. And I sit back, usually go smoke a cigarette while you're doing that. But I, I'm this episode. I'm gonna pull my weight. You know, All right. so yeah, so the ep- first ep- uh, thing I'm going to talk about is not that, yeah. 
I'll share the link while you go for it. While I while yeah. I filibuster and just yeah. yak off. So Samaritan is what we're going to talk about. Oh, did you watch that? I did not watch that. I watched it. I'll let you know whether or not it's worth watching a thing like that. So uh by my yeah, tone, I can, I tell. Think you can, you I can already tell. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's like ticking. Like, no, it's not like that. No. So <laughs> I'm, the reason I'm doing Samaritan because basically Samaritan is a Sylvester Stallone movie, not a TV show. I thought it was a TV show coming out. It's actually a movie. Uh, and it's on Amazon Prime. I had no idea what it is because there's so much stuff popping on so many streaming shows. I don't know what's what. All I gotta do is just go to my voice command, put in Samaritan, just go, oh, it's on this. Watch it. Okay. So I didn't know if it was on Hulu, Netflix, whatever. You know, it came out, it's on TV, and I just decided to watch it because I'm not going anywhere to watch anything. So what is it about? It's pretty much every superhero movie ever. What you expect. It's Sylvester Stallone playing some old superhero that's retired. He's back. He's doing blah, blah, blah. He's invincible. He's this and that. Uh, it's got only thing that can kill him is this one thing, which is this hammer that belonged to his brother. You know all the tropes. It's all there. What else? Uh, some evil dude is taking over the city. And for some reason, he has a coat like Bane. I think they really wanted you to think he was Bane. So, yeah. Oh, and that's the plot. But here's the thing about it. When Sylvester Stallone's in it, Sylvester Stallone is in it. I mean, he sells the movie. That's what you expect. But the thing is, it's not his movie. It's that kid's movie. It's one of those movies. So, oh. yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, that's the thing. That kid, he sucks. Sorry. So <laughs> that, that's one thing that hold me back about this movie. So, I mean, like I said, if you're going to be a kid actor in these movies, you're going to carry the movie. You got to be good. He was just annoying. Why is it like that? But it's like, I'm like, why am I watching this shit? But then when Sylvester Stallone pops up, you're like, oh, that's what I'm watching. So Sylvester Stallone is bringing star power to this basically CW level movie, you know, except for the ending. The ending is pretty much what you expected. It's like the movie wanted to sell itself as what if Rambo had superpowers? The third act was that, you know, pretty much that. But it's PG thirteen, you know, you can't go all out. But it's it gives you just enough. You're like, oh, okay, Rebel has superpowers. He be this guy, and the third act gives you that. But until you get to that third act, it is a slog. It is there. It's something to watch. It's not like completely boring. But if it's like some of the background, it's there. It's something that deserves to be on streaming. This would not well, make yeah. Well, I did see a post from one of our colleagues and acquaintance on our timeline that said this movie is better than all the marvel movies i, I saw that post also everybody <laughs> loves hot takes everybody loves hot takes i know it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's shitting on marvel or boosting it. i don't know what he's trying to do i don't know it's like <laughs> because maybe but no, nah, not really. No, this movie is not really worth watching because it's like every superhero movie ever. But of course, you know, with every superhero trope, there's always a twist. There's a twist in this movie also. If you've ever seen a movie before, you will guess the twist of this movie five minutes into watching it. I'm not going to say what it is, but if you can't guess it, your brain did. That's just pretty much what it is. So, yeah. Uh, is it better than every Marvel movie at DC? No, no, it's not. <laughs> this is not the 90s anymore. Marvel and D both Marvel and DC have surpassed movies like Steel and shit like that. That's what I put this shit on. It's that level. It's 90s level, you know. Okay. But like I said, there is some enjoyment out of it, but not a whole lot of it, but it's there. So if you got nothing else to do, watch it. Cause I know people were wondering about what is the Samaritan. It was like it was it was a movie. It was something I watched. So wish I could have more 
enthusiasm for you. But overall, I get the movie uh I give it a three out of five because of the third act. Because the third act, they did go balls to the wall. And I was like, well, where the fuck was this the whole time? You know, if you did this more in the movie, I would have, you know, maybe get a higher score. But overall, three out of five average score. Now, the reason I'm saying is because people are going out their way calling this a comic book movie. That rubs me the wrong way. Eli, I know you told me to stop looking too deep into this stuff, but I'm sorry, I got to go there. When people call <laughs> stuff like this, this is not a comic book movie. Uh, why? Because it's not based on a comic. You can't be a comic book movie if you're not based on a comic. Comics are not a medium. Comics are a genre. Just like Riverdale is based on a comic, so it is a comic book show. Just like Arrow, just like Flash, just like Sandman, or something like that. Just because you've got a whole bunch of tropes in it, don't make it a comic book movie. Just got your whole bunch of tropes in jump scares like that. Like Doctor Strange has a bunch of horror trope movies. It didn't make it a horror movie. So you just can't just lump everything together. And that's why I was saying, like, and I and I see what Amazon and Netflix with all uh I think Jamie Foxx had like a superhero movie last year and raising Dion, stuff like that. They don't want to pay the rights for the license, so they try to make up their own shit and just ape off the tropes. But the problem is all it is just derivative. So it's like, why am I watching this shit if I can just watch something else? So now I'm ranting. I don't want to rant. Like the movie is <laughs> fine. That's all. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> better than anything dc and marvel man, fuck no man what the hell <laughs> i know everybody wants to do hot takes i know everybody wants to say something just to get you know what maybe i should say that and just make that the thumbnail better than marvel and dc just so people can click on it just see what they say but I'm not <laughs> yeah. and then they hear me talking about riverdale <laughs> right <laughs> now see they got the fattest ass than this chick <laughs> all right so that's all i got so so up oh, you're up next uh oh i saw a movie you did see a movie i saw beast yes a um, movie that's actually in the theaters the lion movie it's basically jaws with a lion um um and i'm a sucker for a creature feature i like my monster movies um and this one it was it, was, it wasn't bad it, it you know it's got idris elba he's taking his daughters on an african safari trip um basically after their i think their mother died the wife died and they're sort of mourning they're in mourning and he's trying to connect you can tell that they're, the 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 relationships have soured and he's trying to reconnect with his daughter so he takes them on this african safari trip and they ended up getting attacked by a lion but you know, he's and, american and, this movie right his family's american yeah he's american okay okay um even though real life he's not american but yeah okay. yeah he and then they basically have to survive this lion out to get them you know this uh poachers have they explain it like poachers have killed that lion's pride so now he's like a rogue lion that's going around staking clan territories it's personal yeah well, I love and, those type they, of movies. Okay. and uh you know um so they touch upon you know how poachers fuck up you know animal habitats and all that shit the ecosystem and all that which yeah. prey did also yeah yeah um and you know it was the human drama is what sold it for me i mean idris the performances were great idris elba totally ate the fucking screen i don't know if he's gotten an oscar yet or he's ever been nominated for anything but he was serving you know, especially the human moments, the human drama moments. He was, you know, he nailed it. Um, you know, and as for horror, it's okay. You know, it was a little light on gore, but that's just me as a horror fan. I, I want to see all the carnage. But there were some cool, intense moments that, you know, and it was a brisky 90 minutes, in and out, boom. You know, 
it's a monster movie quick in and out that's all you need you don't have to fucking weigh it down with you know hours and hours of bullshit you know zack mm-hmm. snyder you know making a zombie mm-hmm. movie three hours <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> you know? why but okay <laughs> you know um but no it, i enjoyed it you know um yeah i mean it, it was just it was cool it was fun it was just a fun creature feature um cgi yeah the, the lines were cgi i, I was I just about to ask that could you tell line was cgi okay yeah you could tell um i didn't give a shit um we want like interest about fighting my, a real lion like no we, yeah <laughs> um yeah my, my my main complaint is you know it could it could have used some more kills and blood you know that that's it I mean, but, it's a lion you know, movie. You, you expect that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you remember Ghost in the Darkness back in the 90s? It's kind of like that. Or it is better than the Megan Fox. I don't know. Did you see that Megan Fox movie where she's a, a mercenary and they're they're like a bunch of like a squad of mercenaries in Africa and they Hell no. hap, happen <laughs> upon a poach and it's basically soldiers versus a lion. <laughs> no, I, I, it sounds familiar, but I'm pretty sure like, no. I it was on, it. I think it was on Hulu. I watched it free on Hulu. I'm like, oh shit. Megan Fox, you know, versus a, a, a hungry lion, sure, with guns and machine guns and shit, sure. It killed an afternoon. I totally <laughs> forgot about it, but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, it was cool. I give it a, I'll give it a three point five out of five. It wasn't great, but it was, it was a fun, it was a fun monster flick, you know, or okay. feature feature. You know, it's a lion. Mm-hmm. They exist in real life. I, I heard he's getting his ass kicked at the box office. Dragon Ball beat it last week. The invitation yeah. beat it this week, whatever the hell that is. Oh, that's another you ever seen movie. uh you ever seen Ready or Not? Yeah, I did see that. The the chick with, with the with the uh Brian. I like that movie. I saw it a couple weeks ago. The I ending's like the great. I love that ending. The, the ending is great. <laughs> it, the invitation reminds me too much of that. It's like it's that movie, it's just that. Just redo it. Like yeah, it's like a horror movie. Yeah, I know it's a horror yeah. flick. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah uh but yeah we can move on past that so now this is what we're gonna talk about now we got a lot of people asking well nobody's asking <laughs> but people are asking about when is thor loving thunder gonna drop on disney plus like i said no i'm supposed to have like a uh you know 45 day turnaround it's been more than 45 days so where is the movie so apparently disney plus is waiting till september 8th to drop it and september 8th is supposed to be disney plus day gonna put up a a thing there we go put that over just some things that are dropping on disney plus like i said you got not only love the love and thunder is dropping but a behind the scenes dropping also uh obi-wan is dropping a behind the scenes on there oh yeah so well, they do that with that. all the shows they're you know yeah why they took they so long have... though you think they would have dropped obi-wan like now they waited no. till what eight two months later yeah but i mean whatever. i do think it's kind of cool that i don't have to go buy the dvd to get the extras <laughs> but that's true that's true it's there so you watch it yeah. also pinocchio now oh, i think i think that's the live action with tom hanks i think it's that one so yeah okay. uh yeah i think all the dance with stars are going to be on there probably some more stuff also so i think september the 8th will be like some special day that you know disney's been waiting for so you're waiting for love throw 11 thunder that's the day you watch it then so you think about it see if you hate it like, as much as the internet did yeah you say which one <laughs> It's like next week, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it is next it's week. Coming up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's quick. Oh, and She-Hulk episode four. I guess we should be talking about epi- uh, She-Hulk episode two. Eli, did you like it? I loved it. Yeah. Cool. We talked about it. All right, let's move on. 
I like the show. Fuck everybody. Who, who right. Don't. No, it's it's woke, you know. <laughs> oh man. Uh like anyway, speaking of Marvel and DC, we can talk about this big news that DC apparently had. I don't know if this is confirmed or not. I think I saw this on the Hollywood Reporter, but apparently DC has found their Kevin Feige. Now I don't know if you've anybody been keeping up with DC and the shit show they've been doing lately, but they've been pretty much canceling everything like everything is gone today i saw that they canceled a nightwing movie i didn't really even announce a nightwing movie but they canceled it so yeah <laughs> so that's what's going on now so and the thing is like the new boss who the boss of discovery who owns warner brothers said he's canceling everything and he's pretty much going to have dc make their own kevin feige and they're going to put together a 10-year plan like kevin feige claims to do people say whether or not that is true but that's the thing and they found their guy oh uh, this guy, whoever this guy is. Okay, yeah, that whatever. Guy. That guy, okay. Uh, I'm not going to learn his name until he restores the Snyderverse, so that's that. <laughs> uh, just joking. That's that's Dan Dan Lim. That's Dan Lim. He did Lego Batman, did some other stuff, stuff like that. As far as the Kevin Feige of DC, is he that? I think that's a big shoe to say. I, first off, that's a ludicrous statement to even make. Like, let's go find a Kevin Feige. Like, you just go find a Kevin Feige. Like, this is like saying, oh, you want to win an NBA championship? Just go find a LeBron James. Just go find another one. Just down the street, just go get one. Like, you can't do that. Kevin Feige was forged in fire. Like, he didn't just pop out of nowhere. He went through all this shit, all those shitty-ass Marvel movies. He was there on the X-Men, Fantastic Four. He was Ghost there. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. He was there. Punisher. Like Punisher. the 04 one. Yeah, he was there on all that shit. And he learned what not to do with those movies. Everything he did, he was like, okay, when I get my own studio, this is what I'm not going to do. And not, that's not even talking about the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. When he first got to Marvel and MCU, he wasn't even in charge. And he still had another racist-ass boss over him that didn't want Black Panther as a movie, didn't want Captain Marvel as a movie, didn't want Black Widow as a movie, didn't want Shang-Chi as a movie. Why? Because he's a fucking racist. So he had to wait to get that guy out before he could even make those movies. So Kevin Feige didn't just drop out of the sky and just make a no. He was forced to fire. So you want this guy to be Kevin Feige. He needs to go through the same crucible that Kevin Feige went through. Then he will have my respect. Until then, I don't know this guy's name because he's probably going to be here next week anyway. And the fucked up part about it is that they had a Kevin Feige. They had Jeff Johns. And then he turned out to be a piece of shit. And we didn't know that. So, yeah. I don't know. DC can't win for losing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and, and that uh I meant to talk about like Batgirl. They also canceled Batgirl. Uh one of the actors on the Batgirl movie was pleading with David Zaslow, don't destroy the movie, because that's the rumor going on right now that David Laszlo is just going to wipe the movie off the face of the earth. Nobody will see it. Like he's gonna destroy it, like throw it in a volcano or some shit. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, but hey, that's that's business. They'd, they, they'd rather lose. 50 billion or whatever they lost in the stocks or whatever. <laughs> right. Or at least in, or leaving bad customer reviews because people seeing how they treat customers. People see that shit. Uh, other talent, like Christopher Nolan don't even want to fool with Warner Brothers anymore because of the shit they pulled last year. So when you start doing stuff like this, what makes think people want to work with you? Yeah, so yeah, you got to think about building yeah. relationships going. Like I'm actually stuff. thinking about dropping HBO, you know, now that they're getting like, now the they got rid of I everything. Kept, yeah. Yeah. They kept, the only reason why I kept it is because they were dumping all the movies last year on there. You know, oh, right. I get to watch the matrix and Dune and all the movies that movies I that wouldn't they, have watched, know, but it's there. So Suicide like, Squad and the Sopranos right. and all that shit. I get to watch all that shit. And you know, cause they, you know, they was going on streaming and that's why right. I kept it. And now it's like, well, shit, if they're getting rid of all that other shit and you know, 
like why do I really keep it? What am I watching like, other than Harley? You know, <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's and about no, it. And I'm not even watching. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe I get around to finishing the wire. I don't know. Let's see what's yeah. Yeah, I never uh, finished that either. They said it gets better at the season two. Season two kind of let me off because like everybody left in the United started talking about some some workers or dockers or something. I don't give a fuck about these people. <laughs> Yeah, but it's the greatest show ever. So whatever. I can't say I can't say I don't like Wire or Game of Thrones. Otherwise, I'll get you know cr- ran across the street. So I'm gonna keep that to myself. Anybody listen to this podcast, keep it to yourself. Don't tell anybody else. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Eli, you are up. Yeah. Am I? Got... What am I up now? Yeah. Oh, Hellraiser. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Hellraiser. So Hulu announced years ago that they're doing a Hellraiser movie exclusively for their streaming service. Um, and then they announced that it was going to be a woman playing Pinhead, which pissed off a bunch of fans who are, I guess, really not that big of a fans because in the original novel that Clive Barker wrote, the Hellbound Heart, the Hell Priest or whatever, the, the Pinhead character was not so much a man or was like, like an androgynous character. That is really okay. didn't have a gender. Um, so it's been kind of controversial. But now, this week, they finally dropped a trailer for this thing. I saw it, and I was not impressed. All it is is like a still photo of Pinhead with the Mm -hmm. Hellraiser logo scrolling across the screen. It looked like somebody's Kickstarter fucking campaign. (laughs) Yeah, that's... That's what I'm saying. These these streaming movies that is just dumping left and right, that's kind of what we're getting. This, you know... Yeah, and that's and people thing, saying like, this is the future of cinema. No, it's not. It's really not. And the thing about Hellraiser, most of those movies suck. I'm gonna keep it real. I only like like the, the the only ones I liked were the ones that Clive Barker directed. One and two. The rest, one and two. okay, pretty much suck. How many did he um, have? There's a lot. There was oh. one that came out just a few years ago. You know, like it, it's had such a you know a, a, a checkered past with these movies, and and, and it deserves like a, a a fresh remake, a good mm-hmm. big budget modern remake. You know, because I mean, Hellraiser... Pinhead is one of the most one of the more iconic movie monsters out there. Yeah. You know, and and the thing is, Hellraiser is just so high concept that what makes that the movies suffer from being low budget. You know, you can't do Hellraiser low budget, or it's gonna suck. You know, Clive Barker made it work. You know, when he directed, because he directed those movies too. Um, but most of them are just cheap, straight to video crap. Um, and I can't say I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big, think about it, I'm not a big Clyde Barker fan. I did like the, his movies, Hellraiser. I have read some of the books of blood. Cabal, I love Cabal and Nightbreed. Um, Nightbreed's another one. He directed that, but it suffers from a low budget. You know, that deserves a modern take because that's like the Star Wars of monster movies. And it just needs a bigger scope and just needs an epic scale. And it deserves like a bigger budget. But he didn't have that back then. It has a close place to my heart because I love the story. But, you know, he, it needed money, you know. Um, and that same thing with Hellraiser. It just deserves a modern take, you know, with, with better effects, bigger budget. And um, I mean, But the thing is with horror movies, they're kind of scared to put big budget behind horror movies. I mean, there are some yeah. out there, but for the most part, they kind of stay away. That's kind of the reason they make horror movies because they make them for cheap. Yeah, and this this trailer, I'm like, uh, that didn't it didn't sell me. 
you know, yeah, especially if, everything if, can't be it, you know. Yeah, and it's like, okay, here's your chance, you know, this this the new Hellraiser movie, the the fresh modern take of this franchise, this beloved franchise, and that's what you give us. That's the that's what you're trying to sell us on is this cheap still photo. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you know, so I was like, uh, that's the thing. It's like, it's, you know how the internet is. The internet sucks. You know, yeah. you have the, the half the assholes are bitching because Pinhead is a woman. Uh, I never read the original books. Right. It's woke trash agenda. It's woke and all I mean, this we, we already know what it is. They hate women. Yeah. So they're just yeah. using that to, you know, fulfill whatever kind of propaganda they're bought into. So yeah. yeah. The, it's PC, it's woke, blah, 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 blah. Not realizing that Clive Barker is openly gay and he wrote these characters to be androgynous and not really have genders. Um, right. <laughs> you know, and then you have the other half, you know, the ultra woke folks who are like, if you don't like this, then you're transphobic, you're anti-gay and all this shit. Right. <laughs> so you're not allowed to just not like it. You know? You're not allowed to li- not like it. I, and so I was like, oh shit, that doesn't look very good. You mm-hmm. need to sell this. You need to sell me more on this Hellraiser thing. Because this is dropping next month, October 7th right. or whatever. It's a month away, and this is the trailer you're going to give us? Just this cheap little, right. you know, looks like it was made on, like, move, Windows Movie Maker, you know? <laughs> so, Eli, there's you only know? two ratings you can get the movie to come out. It's either the greatest <laughs> movie ever, or you're yeah. a transphobic piece of shit. It's one or the other, yeah. you know? <laughs> no or, <middle> ground. <laughs> or you're a fucking politically correct, woke, you know, agenda, you know, blue hair, lefty liberal propaganda, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or you're paid off by baby killing and shit. Right. (laughs) Or they're they're paying you under the table or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is pinhead pinhead became the face of Hellraiser. Here's the thing about Hellraiser and the hellbound heart pinhead was the leader of the Cenobites, the Cenobites, or a group of demons or whatever, or these, yes, these, these interdimensional beings. There's a group of them. Hellraiser is just the one that broke I got hungry you out. just saying that, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they, it was the 80s. They were looking for their next Jason or Freddy or Michael Myers or Chucky. And then, hey, let's make Pinhead the new slasher. Pinhead isn't a slasher. Pinhead's are like a, a demon. They, they a put him in a category. But they yeah. put him in that. But he's not. I mean, Hellra- the original Hellraiser. What I love about the original Hellraiser is it mashes up all these genres. There is slasher elements. But Hellraiser is not a slasher movie. It's more of a supernatural, you know, uh, supernatural horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's slasher elements because Julia is killing dudes to give their to give the blood of their victims to Frank who is trying to gather flesh to come back to life. So there is like a bit of a body count, but no, Hellraiser isn't stalking teen or Pinhead isn't stalking teenagers in a forest. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it gets, he's not a slasher, but he gets labeled as a slasher. And um, so I think that's fans are like, Oh, this they're changing. It's not Doug Bradley, the original actor. This movie's going to suck. They got a woman. It's woke trash. Um, blah 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 blah. I'm like Doug Bradley hasn't even been in all the Hell Hellraiser movies either. You know, <laughs> he hasn't played. Hey, fat he's in the house. Yes, demons to some, angels, angels to, others. to others. Clyde Barker has some awesome dialogue, especially in that first Hellraiser movie. You know, a lot of death metal bands were inspired by that movie and sampled those uh, some of those quotes. But yeah, um, I need to see more. I need to see something else from the <laughs> from from this because. 
what they showed that trailer, I wasn't feeling it, you know. So. And it's not because I I'm transphobic, or and it's you know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I was like, damn, that looks like shit. It looks cheap. Like, is that right. like one of? The, it looks like. Are you just selling me one of the old cheap straight to DVD? Now, movies? Eli, if I see you, like. if I see you wearing a shirt doing that, uh, Hellraiser poster saying "No, ma'am," then I know what's going on here. Okay, I already know. <laughs> and the and and the, they gotta they gotta. I mean, I, I I've seen some of the 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 concept art. I should have grabbed that. Should have grabbed some yeah. of the concept art because, yeah. you know, hot ass pinhead. I'm I'm for it. Shit, did you see Megan the Stallion last year? <laughs> yes. Did you see her as Sailor Moon this year? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I should have had that post. I should have had that up <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes. Hulu, I think... Prey. Well, see, it's Prey is different. Prey is different because Prey was going to be in the theaters. It was always designed to be in the theaters. But yeah. because of that whole Fox Disney merger bullshit went on, and they didn't want the rights to go on the HBO Max to get it, that's why. But that's the different why I pray. Because I'm watching prayer, it's like, why the fuck is this on streaming? You know, this should be in the movies. It's like, well, I don't know why. Because you know what stream like Samaritan is streaming shit. You know, that shit don't need to be in the theaters. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, so, but yeah, this looks like another cheap ass straight to DVD Hellraiser movie. Ju- judging by this trailer, and I'm a little worried. Because I was excited, yeah. but after they dropped this, I'm like, really? You're a month away from the release, and this is what you're giving us? I don't but know, see, man. Eli, they set themselves up for this, man, because, like I said, if because it's Hulu, so that means I'm going to watch it also. Yeah. So I might say the movie is a piece of shit, and then I might get labeled, you know, uh, a, a transphobic, you know, feminist, anti-feminist piece of shit, you know. I'm part of what? No Ma'am, the National Organization of <laughs> Amazon. Did I say it right? National Organization Against... Amazonian masterhood. I think I said it right. Okay, I might. Have I don't even know that. what the fuck that. <laughs> you married with children? Come on, you remember married with oh, children? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Albert, the He-Man woman hater club or something. Yeah, so shit. <laughs> That's all these guys. Like, anytime they start talking shit about She-Hulk and and Captain Marvel, I'm like, yep, you're part of no ma'am. I remember that. Okay, yeah, their pussies get all hurt and shit. Like, oh, right. They start manstrating and shit. Right. <laughs> their, their man boobs get all chafed and shit. <laughs> <laughs> their fragile baby nuts get all fucking shrunk and shit. Oh man. <laughs> but you know, Fat T's right. It could be good. You never know. It could be good. I just like that's they came out with it. Like you're a month away. You're trying to sell us a movie, and you drop this cheap ass trailer. I'm like that. Don't sound that. Don't look good. You know. Yeah. Maybe that maybe in a couple weeks they'll they'll finally show us like a full trailer, but you know, I'm I I just thought, oh shit, really? That's it? Because I saw oh Hellraiser trailer, boom, and then I'm like, that's it. Okay. Tell you what, Eli, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. We're gonna do a joint review on it because normally I'd be like, nah, I watch shit. I I will watch it. I would just sit through. I'd be like uh, Clockwork Orange, like. Uh, see, what we talk? Okay, next, moving on, moving on past that. Now we're gonna talk about video game section. Just want to hit some hard, uh, quick oh, yeah. topics, real Fat quick. T's favorite game, <laughs> Madden Twenty Three. Is that his favorite game? I guess Madden, it's it's every everybody's Madden. favorite game. Every every it's, Madden is a favorite game. Everybody's favorite game. Okay, Fat T. If I'm I'm about to make a general uh comment, I'm hoping it doesn't include you. But if it includes you, no offense. <laughs> but the thing is, <laughs> I had to put a disclaimer up first. I'm tired of every time a new Madden comes out, everybody always act like this new Madden just came out is the worst Madden ever. 
and the last Madden was the best, and it'll never match up to what they did last year. And then when the new Madden comes out the next year, they do the same cycle over again. This new Madden sucks, and it's nothing like this game that we just played that you just trashed when it came out. They do the cycle over and over again. Why do they do this when, honestly, I can't even tell the difference between any of these games? They look the exact same, same. right? They all the same game. They look the exact same since 2012. So what the fuck are people arguing about? Oh, this game is nothing like last year. Like, what are you saying? What are you saying? It's like the blue dress, green dress thing that that caught the meme last time. I don't know what the hell's going on. So people are like freaking out. Fatty, tell me what what are you saying? What are you saying that I can't see? Sight beyond sight. What do you say? I haven't played, I haven't Madden, played since. Madden since 19. Oh, oh damn. Like, like, you two said years no. ago. <laughs> 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 oh, damn. You had me thinking that uh, Fatty was some kind of like Madden diehard, you know, cultist or something. You know? Oh, 21. Uh, 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fatty. That was two years ago. <laughs> no, last year. That was last year. Yeah, you bought, What's the okay. difference? Is you there a fart the la- button? Uh, the fart feature or something? like The what? fart feature doesn't work like it used to. It used to be circled. Now it's X. Like, what the fuck, man? The anyway. boner feature. Yeah, when I tackle uh, somebody, I get a boner. <laughs> they do it every year, man. It's like you can set your clock to it. You can set your watch to it. I'm sick of it. It's the same fucking game. Stop complaining that this game isn't like last year when there is no difference. If you, I promise you, my game. Call of Duty. Man, Call of Duty. The same fucking game every year. Why? Why they do it? And I'm not complaining about it. If you like it, that's fine. But stop complaining that this one isn't as good as the one you just played. When you, if you put the other one in there, you can't tell the difference. And if you like the other one so much, play the fucking other one. Why you keep buying shit every year if you're gonna play about it anyway? They change the controllers every time. No, they don't change shit. (laughs) It's the same damn thing. They don't change the graphics. They don't change anything. So there's some in fighting games. Like, damn it, this was like the special move, and now it's not. Oh yeah, (laughs) you 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 get you get your ass whooped. I'm I've I've done it with Tekken before. I'm like, oh, I've never played Tekken Seven, but I'm pretty sure it's like Tekken Six. Play it. Gabe ain't here, but Gabe like beat the brakes off my ass on Tekken last time we played. I'm like, none of this shit works like I thought it was gonna do. But yeah, so fighting games is different. But man, okay, uh, Fatty, you ain't played since last year. You know, I ain't played man since 2011 or some shit like that. I bet I can pick this shit up and know the same damn controls that was back in 2011, back on the PS3 or whenever that shit came out. So I was, uh, I was never into Mad. I, I, I like, I was an NFL blitz kind of guy. You know, actually, you know what I was? NFL 2K. NFL 2K5 is still, to this day, the best football game ever. Madden has not made a game yet better than that game. And I, I'll, I'll die on that hill. Let's see what we got. Uh, the game the game five years ago, ago, take. New engine is trash. The physics are trash. You know what? Five, I'll, give you, I'll give you five years. I'll give you five years. Okay, five years. Let's see. 2022. Maybe five years. Okay. 2017. Okay, maybe they did change the engine there, but still, you had five years to get to the used to the engine. I mean, damn. I don't know. Facts. So that's me. I don't know. Why why are we ran about yeah. Madden? Neither one of that's the last thing people want to hear. Uh, we comic book folks and we sitting there talking about football. <laughs> why? Nobody wants to hear us talk about that shit. <laughs> talking balls, yo. Let's get talking about is, is that still a thing? I'm pretty sure that's still a thing. I, I think that's a thing. Go listen to talking balls. There's still a thing. I, I subscribed to them. I just saw this. They subscribed to okay. Day. You know what? ESPN be so glad. We need football and basketball bad because ESPN is suffering right now. Last week, I saw them doing the World National Hacky Sack Championship. And, uh, championship. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? I don't want to watch no damn hacky sack. What the fuck are these? Oh, folks? the Hodenasone. Hey, Trav, did uh, the, the Mohawks win the what, – what did they place? Third? 
in the lacrosse tournament. I was watching lacrosse on ESPN Plus because I got oh, ESPN you're, Plus. You're cultured. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's huge. Trav's tribe, like my brother's tribe, his dad is Mohawk. Lacrosse, they invented the game. So lacrosse on their reses is huge. Like they build stadiums on the res for lacrosse. Oh, damn. The, Eli, the, do you partake? Are you a I've, I've, world I'm not, famous? I'm, I'm not any good at it, but can you see it? Where, where Can you see it? I'm, I, will it reach? I got. I got. I reach it. I got a lacrosse stick. I can oh, catch it. Oh, I can shit. catch. You know. <laughs> okay, we, we're gonna see me, you like on a trading card. Me or some shit. Team, <laughs> we, we we play catch. I can't get a goal for shit, but I can catch a ball. With bronze. Okay. <laughs> oh, All so right. they did score bronze because I watched a game where I think they were playing Australia. So that was pretty cool. You know, I was like, hey, I got ESPN Plus. I'll I'll I'll, I'll watch it for something else other than MMA. Elaf, I find face. a trading card with your face on it. And you doing some shit. <laughs> you were like some short ass shorts and shit. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm putting it on this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm um, not that much. I'm not that active. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, like I said, this is comic book bullies where we talk about comic books. We're just gonna jump into it. And I think I got three, you got two. So I guess I guess it's up to me to go first. You know? Yeah, you can go. What am I going to do first? Uh, let's just knock this out the way. Now, Gomer, the other day from This Geeks and Comics, I didn't listen to the podcast tonight. I'm listening to it tomorrow. Uh, but he made a post earlier today trashing this whole event, this Judgment Day thing, basically saying this whole thing is trash. I don't think it's trash per se. Uh, <laughs> it does have some opportunity, you know. But it's, it's, let's it's just recycling. Go. <laughs> it's it could go yeah, into recycling. It yes, yeah, recycling. Let's not even recycle it. Re <laughs> yeah, it's not complete. It's some salvable, sal salvageable shit in here. But yeah, that's going on with that. So let's do it. This is this is X number three. AXE Avengers, X Men, and Eternals. Because we got to have a event with Eternals in it for some reason. Because it's everybody's favorite superhero. So basically, what happened? Uh, last last book. Tony Stark made a god, space god. That's what he did. And he did it to try to control the Eternals because the space god turned to Eternals. But instead, the space god went crazy and wanted to kill everybody. He gave everybody 24 hours to get their shit together or he's going to kill everybody. That's the plan. So let's get to it. So, um, yeah, so the space god is just like, yep, I'm I gave you 24 hours. Uh, get your shit together, and I'm gonna start judging people. I'm gonna start judging people right now. And that's when Captain America is like, "No, oh, we gotta stand together. We gotta blah blah." blah. And then the space guy hears me, he's like, "Yep, that's him." Captain America always giving dumbass speeches. You know what? I'm gonna judge him first. He's like Captain America, since you are a symbol of America, and America is the world leader, and you represent everything this country stands for. Would you agree that this country sucks? Like, this country is fucking terrible. And you're the American dream. You're the symbol of it. You're the best thing about it. So if this country sucks and you represent that country, you fail. And they're like, oh, shit. If Captain America failed the test, what the hell do I mean for everybody else? Especially Tony Stark, like, oh, I damn it, sure ain't got a chance, you know. And he's just like, okay, get your shit together. So, yeah, that's what's going on. So we go to it, and basically all the people around the world, you know, are panicking and things like that because they had the space guy basically calling Judgment Day and what do we got so yeah mr sinister has oh yeah they got a plan they have a plan tony stark knows how to shut off the space god he was like if we get to this part right here and we do this thing right here we do that and we reach the no we can shut him off and eternal's like yeah no 
because if you shut the, off the eternal, I mean, you shut off the celestial, Tony, we got to kill you. You're like, wait, you got to kill me? You're like, no hard feelings. We got to kill you because we're hardwired to protect uh, celestials. So if you do anything to the celestial that we know about it, we got to kill you to stop you. So, but then as soon as they leave the room, Fastos tells Tony, he like, look, if you can do it, don't tell us. And then it's okay. Because we find out we got to come after you. But if we don't know, then nothing we can do about it. He's like, okay, cool. I will find a way. Meanwhile, Mr. Sinister back to the whole time. He like, and he's telepathically talking to Destiny, you know, on back on Krakoa. And she, he's telling her everything that's going on, where to know how to get to us like that. So she does like an emergency quiet council meeting. She was like, okay, Mr. Sinister is with them right now. And he's telling me how we need to get that to shut him down. So we got to shut him down. They were like, well, how can we do that? We're still fighting those eternal hex monsters. So we don't have enough people to even attack a celestial, a space god. We don't have enough people. And that's when walking through the gates, the deviants walk through the gates, the eternal enemies and shit like that. General Crow. I can't remember the dude name. Karnak, some shit. The Prodigy. I, I can't remember none of these people's name. But anyway, that's them. And Cyclops, that may be his name. Jack Kirby was high as fuck when he made this shit. So I don't know. Is that a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck going on. Uh, but yeah, Cyclops is like, how the hell did you deviants walk through the gates? Only mutants can walk through the gates. He's like, no, only deviants can walk through the gates. Because guess what, mutants? You're deviants. We're basically cousins. So any gates you make, we can walk through them. And guess what? Since Eternals are trying to kill you and we hate Eternals, guess whose side we're on? So guess what? You go kill the space god. We'll fight off the Eternals. And there you go. They're like, huh. I guess we got a plan. Okay, so they go do their thing. Um, meanwhile, that's when uh, Selma Hayek chick, I can't remember her name, she realizes that the space guy got hacked by the X-Men. And she's like, wait, what the fuck? At first she thinks it's Tony. Like, Tony, what the hell you do? Like, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And then look at uh, Mr. Sinister. He's like, did I do that? You know, he get a look. Like, basically, <laughs> yeah, he told the X-Men how to kill the Celestials, so they realized what happened. So as soon as the, the Eternals know what he did, they just go into attack mode. They're like, oh, kill the mutants, kill the mutants, you know, and they just fly off. They're gone, you know. So then the X-Men are there, and then the, now the Eternals are there. And it's just all I want. So we finally, three issues in, we finally get a Celestials, I mean, uh, Eternals versus X-Men fight. And guess what? It's one page. <laughs> <laughs> they move on yeah. to something else after that yeah so uh icarus ripped somebody in half but i don't know who he ripped in half but it's an x-men so it don't really matter who he ripped in half uh and basically gene we're like well somebody please take this guy out and that's when exodus like smacks the shit out of him like one punch like what the fuck so i i had no idea that guy was that strong because icarus like one of the strongest guys and he just beat the shit out of icarus so gene gray is making a beeline straight to the no and tony's like no you can't go because if you go there may be a fail safe switch that the celestial might blow up some shit and kill everybody. You know, uh, it's like, we got to take that chance. So they get there and Tony's like, well, let me make sure that everything's okay. He was like, okay, cool. Don't worry. We're good. It's not going to blow up. It blows up. <laughs> takes out everybody, kills all the mutants, Eternals. Everybody's gone. Keeps blowing up. Takes out like the Western Hemisphere. New York is gone. Everybody's gone. You know, except it was all a dream. The Celestial did this shit on purpose to show them what would happen if the X-Men attacked them. So they're like, yeah, don't even try it. Because if you do it, that's what's going to happen. So like, well, and everybody on the planet had the psychic link also, so they felt the same shit. So they realized, oh, this motherfucker's not playing. 
So like, okay, look, you got about half a day left. Y'all better figure this shit out. Otherwise, the thumb's going down, you know. So that's it. So they just like, oh, shit. Okay. So then Captain America's like, no, we got to. So basically, they just gave it. They like, okay, there's nothing we can do other than just wait out judgment to see what the celestial says. Maybe we'll pass. That's what Captain America said. Like, maybe we'll pass. And maybe we're not all pieces of shit. And that's when Cersei's just like, yeah, I got an idea. So she goes into like the eternal prison to free an eternal. And the eternal she frees is Thanos' brother, Starfox. Now, for those who don't know who Thanos' brother is, Thanos' brother is not what you think he is in your head. He's like the exact opposite of Thanos. He's like all about love and peace and shit like that. And yeah, and he's hot. They, yeah, he's hot. You remember Harry Styles was playing him in the, in the MCU. So I don't know who that <laughs> is, but apparently he's like a big thing. They redesigned Star Fox. You no, know, he got like the chest hair out now. He's like more androgynous. You know, he got like some some lip on, like you know, <laughs> you know, like that. So they did some 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 things to to Star Fox. You know, he's so. all smooth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so. And I thought they were never gonna touch Star Fox again because Star Fox was problematic. But they're like, "Fuck it, we we're just gonna do it." So, yeah. So Star Fox is the secret. And I'm thinking what's gonna happen. Star Fox because he has superpower to make everybody fall in love. Sometimes he makes people fall in love with him, which is why he's problematic. But I think he's gonna make everybody fall in love, make everybody realize what they're missing, and yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah. My thing about this story is that it. It feel like it's got off the rails. Oh, am I frozen? I'm frozen. Are you? Are you frozen? I can I'm see here. you. Okay. You see me? <laughs> I can see you. You're good. Okay. We're not frozen. Okay. okay. And I think the story has gotten off the rails. It's supposed to be this big drag out Eternals versus X-Men, Immortals versus Immortals thing. And all of a sudden we did a swerve into 24 hours left to live. What are you going to do? Because now Spider-Man is going to have to talk to Gwen Stacy in his book and like, what the fuck this got to do with whatever? It's like it, like they got a bunch of ideas and they just throwing them all together. So it don't suck. It's not trash. It, it's not trash. But yeah, maybe to pick up. I don't know. Maybe to pick up. I just like, why was the Eternals versus the X-Men fight that they advertised for the shit for the last six months, one page? So I don't know. Uh, Yeah, what you got next? Um, I'll do Detective Detective Comics 1063. Awesome. And I don't know. I think I'm over it already. <laughs> All right. Damn, that was quick. <laughs> um, so this is that Barbados shit. Remember? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm over too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's kind of cool. It's like some creepy horror shit, like Bruce Wayne has got these ancient puzzles. It's like Hellraiser. He's found like some ancient artifact mm-hmm. uh, box that I think opens up Barbados or leads a portal. To Barba- I don't know. But then there's like, you know, all these like like gangsters and shit. They're turning into dust somehow. Um, and then there's like this other chick. They kind of, yeah, what the hell happened? So like, I think it's, it starts off. I mean, I don't even have it. Like, I don't even give a shit. I, 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 fuck <laughs> it. I'm not going to even look it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, but Harvey Harvey Dent has like been reformed. He's no longer Two Face, but he's still got oh, a fucked that's up story, face. Yeah. He he gets so he reformed looks, like every five years or some shit. Yeah, yeah, and he's got like a fan, and like, like he's got like a Phantom of the Afro mask on, you know, just like a, kind of like a gold. Oh, they, they didn't fix his thing. face. Yeah, no, they didn't fix. But he wears like a half mask. He looks like the Phantom of the Opera, and it like starts out where they're at like a, I think like a jazz club and shit, and 
Bruce Wayne and Harvey Dent are meeting and they're trying to figure out well, who's killing these, who's turning these like criminals into dust and shit. And then there's this new villain, rich woman villain. I can't remember her name, but her family basically owns the land that Arkham Asylum was built on. So there's some shit with that. Um, and Bruce Wayne's having all these nightmares about demons and Barbados and I don't know. I, I'm just not into it. You know, Ooh, I don't know. Right did they in. just pull did they just pull out Barbados because Sandman was on TV or some shit? Like Yeah, it's all connected, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like why like let's let's turn Batman into Sandman. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, there's like this some cult ancient artifact shit that I don't know. I tracked like, it down. I, I tracked down where Barbados came from, like like the first DC comic he was in. He was in a Riddler story, so okay. Riddler started a cult, and he was trying to resurrect Barbados. He was like sacrifice people, shit like that. They were like, "What the fuck? The Riddler got to do with this?" But yeah, so I don't that know. was Grant Morrison too, right? No, I think it was Alan Grant, the guy that passed away a while ago. Oh, okay. I think it was him. I think he invented Barbados. Okay. Yeah, it was like in the 80s or some shit. All right. All right. Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of cool, but then it's, it's like, the art is cool. Like, you know, Raphael Albuquerque's art is dope. You know, um, and it's, it's basically, let's do a dark, like the Batman movie, the new Batman movie. Let's do, let's bring that back. Let's bring this dark, ultra noir. Gothic and. Yes. You know, you know Victorian architecture let's bring that to i love the look of it it's cool it's just i'm not feeling you know the whole let's rewrite the origins of arkham and let's bring barbados and you know um and this new villain i don't know it's like a new rich family and it's another you know it's another rich family in 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 gotham city that has some that's been ties. there for hundreds of years yeah, that he that never that, knew about and yes they they they're the secret owners of arkham or started arkham or some shit and i'm just well, like who, who's writing this like this story ram v ram v so it's, i'm not i'm not sold on this guy i know y'all love him i know he's like the you know the horror and dark dark darkness <laughs> yeah evil and but, darkness like it has all of that i'm just like that's what it is is barbados i don't know i don't know it was just a little slow like i like the image i like that scene like i said like the beginning with harvey looks like the fandom of the opera and shit you know i was like that's that's some cool imagery i dig that you know yeah but i'm just like like i said he's two-faced so sometimes he's good sometimes he's bad i, I get it yeah. i get it because two-face goes good all the time and then he goes back bad again so yeah that's that's it yeah. that's his thing so yeah. and then this whole thing look the this box this puzzle box reminded me of hellraiser you know um so there's elements that are cool i'm just not feeling it you know and it's like I, i'm like because like the last one there was just enough mystery and intrigue to like oh i kind of dig this but then it's barbados all along i'm like oh really okay <laughs> and then i go into this one and it's still like there's that bit bit of intrigue that that i think is cool but i don't know if i'm into it you know what i mean because i like, remember i dropped batman for a while i this is my diving back into batman and detective after not reading them for like a year or so yeah, and I don't, and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have jumped in yet. Maybe I'll wait for the Mark Silvestri book. 
Right. <laughs> That'd be Nick. Or I, I'll read Chip Zdarsky. I, I'll see what's going on with Chip. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll give it I'll give it a three out of five. I may or may not pick up the next issue. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Next book, I'm going to do Captain America. Not that one. The other one. <laughs> Sam Wilson. <laughs> Oh yeah. So yeah. So even having the reason, the reason I'm sticking with this book because of the uh, stinger ending of the last story, where it's revealed that uh, there's a movement about black people going moving back to Wakanda. Well, not moving back to Wakanda, but moving to Wakanda based migrating. And Sam has to sneak into Wakanda, signs up for the program also. So he's basically going back to Wakanda. Well, not back to Wakanda, but you know, you know what I mean. All right. So anyway, he's in Wakanda. Let's go to it. All right, so yeah, up oh, that Falcon guy. I don't give a shit about that Falcon. Falcon two point <laughs> So there we go, Sam. So we got Sam. He's in the Golden City. You know, all black people from America just there. They just celebrating. They like we we're home. We made it. We were kind of you know. So yeah, and then you got two guys kind of like basically Sam's trying to be undercover because he like made some fake passports and stuck his way in is undercover when he's trying to make sure that they don't see him because basically Shuri told him we don't want an American agent on Wakandan soil because whatever's probably going on we will handle it because if we get America on our soil y'all might start spying us and shit like that so basically he's trying to sneak in make sure everybody doesn't know it so while black people are celebrating uh he actually uh can you come with us please he's like oh shit I guess what's going on let me go with these guys so he walks with them and he's like maybe Shuri wants to talk to me you know privately you know uh but it turns out it's not shuri it is crossbones it was a trap the whole time the white yeah, wolf set him up yeah the white wolf look he like he knew sam was going to sneak into wakanda he was like just wait for him just go get him he's like damn he's like yeah shit this guy again skip this <laughs> uh <laughs> here we go <laughs> yeah so basically sam was just like uh yeah crossbones like yeah white wolf set you up and he's like who the heck is the white wolf you're like you don't know the white wolf, your buddy T'Challa never told you he had a brother. You're like, yeah, he he knew everything about you before you did. He set you up. And matter of fact, those people that we were sneaking through that train, they had we snuck a biological agent in inside of them. And guess what? Those people are here right now. So he was like, okay, so what triggers the biological agent? You want to know what triggers the biological agent? Vibranium. You know. Anyway, he punches him. I think I'm skipping ahead, but anyway, he punches him. Uh, but at the same time, shit, this guy again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. So Sam is punching crossbow. He's just like, no, nah, you out of did your you league. Just, when he, whenever he was on the page, did you just like skip that page? Yes. Did you <laughs> actually no, 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 I, I, actually, I actually did read it. I actually did read it, but it was like it wasn't worth reading. <laughs> His story it doesn't make no sense whatsoever. So it's just like whatever. So anyway, crossbones kicked the shit out of Sam. He's just like, look, I've been wanting to kill me a Captain America for forever, and you'll have to do today. So he gets ready to kick the shit. He's like, "Cause you out of your, you out of your league. You can't handle me. You don't have a super soldier serum in him. You're not the real cap." So that's when you hear him talking. He's just like, "What are you talking?" And that's when he gets attacked by birds. Yes, falcons. So Falcon, Captain America, Sam Wilson still has the power to talk to all birds, and they just start chopping the shit out of people. So this is a power Jeff Johns actually gave him, like back in the '90s. Some rap, some rate, uh writers forget it some remember anyway they check shit out of and he just like okay get done crossbones tell me what i want to know otherwise i'm gonna send these birds back on you he's like okay and that's when i tell you earlier that he was just like look we snuck these guys into wakanda 
and they have a biological agent in them and that their own uh, Wakandan soil vibranium triggers the explosion. This guy can't shit. Okay. Oh, I'm skipping ahead. And that's when you hear a big explosion and the explosion came from, I spoiled it, Black Panther. Black Panther sees Crossbones and Sam sitting there and Black Panther was like, didn't Shuri tell you not to bring your ass to Wakanda? Well, maybe she wasn't convincing enough. So maybe I can convince you to stay your ass out of Wakanda. And the next issue, Captain America versus Black Panther. So, yeah. So, like I said, it's a, it's a the story has just enough hook to keep me coming, coming back. You know, just, you know, just, just enough, just enough. So, yeah. And I'll probably get to the Steve Rogers book also. But since this one, I was like, I'll keep the hook going to see where it goes with that. So, yeah. That's so, better uh, than the Black Panther, the actual Black Panther book. Yes, it's much better than the Black Panther book. That's the and, it, and it's in Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So man, I, I, I didn't pick this up because you told me you about, you read it. So okay, um, you might actually because you like went back and read all like a ton yes, that's thing because I, I read the preview on Comicsology and it was a lot of stuff in. It. I was like, oh. They doing that? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they they brought back like old villains and like old storylines from like the original Master of Kung Fu. Like yeah. it even said in one of the panels, see issue whatever of Master of Kung Fu, blah 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 blah. Which you so, can't because um, they've been removed from Marvel Unlimited. So yeah, motherfuckers. You know, um, those rights. Anyway, man. so those rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, so Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Um, he's got the Ten Rings now. Um, he's been trying to master them. He doesn't want to give into the darkness and become an asshole like his dad. So he's been keeping him in this like security cave and in the, you know, the five weapon society's headquarters and shit. And then his old ex girlfriend, she's like an old M16 agent. Like Owu. That was his Bond girl, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this is basically a James Bond story. Her husband got kidnapped by some supervillain. You know, by you know, by uh, Spectre or whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, and they got to go the go to the lair, like like enter the dragon. Like he's got he's like a super villain, Kane or whatever. And um, he got he got his own private island, like a bunch of death yep. traps and shit. That yeah, guy. okay, they, I remember. They that. go yeah. get him, and they got to survive a bunch of yeah, a bunch of death traps and shit. <laughs> yeah. fight their way through these different obstacles and. You know, I didn't know, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> you know, all that shit. Um, and he he did this to lure Shang-Chi away from the headquarters so the so hand... So he can get the, can get the Tim Ring. So, so he's working can, with the hand in this. Yeah. The, the, the so bad the hand guy. goes and goes steal the Ten Rings. And what's this guy's name again? Blackjack uh, somebody. Oh, Blackjack shows up? Yeah, black agent blackjack. What the fuck is oh, blackjack okay. tar tar blackjack tar? So he like a big dude mustache. Yeah, he looks like yeah, he looks like a like a wrestler type guy. Yeah, like um, swordmaster or whatever. He's got the like the muscle, yeah the handlebar the, the handlebar mustache and shit. Okay, he, yeah, he, he okay. he's got like the data or whatever and steals the ten rings at the end. And it was all a ruse. Wait, wait, blackjack stole it. Yeah, it was all a ruse to get Shang Chi away from. The, the headquarters. Blackjack to, is a good uh, guy though. So he he betrayed him? I guess. He he's yeah. got the he's got the, the rings. Um, interesting. So I mean this is okay. It was like a you know um yeah it was just a James Bond story a little light a little light on the action and kind of like 
you know, it, but it was like an homage to all those old, you know, yeah, the older, the older, the older, the older book. Because that's all those books where they were just spy Kung stories. Fu. That's all. Yeah, the spy just, kung fu stories. Yeah. yeah, James Bond shit. So that's what this was. I mean, I'll give it a three out of five. I still dig this book, but this was a little lackluster for me. Um, but I still dig this story. I, I mean, I'm still digging this series ever since they brought it back. Yeah. You know, you can it's you can tell the James Bond influences, the the Enter the Dragon influences, you know. And um there's a funny scene where the, the hand tries to break in to the five weapons society and take the fucking the rings and they're like, You you guys suck. You guys call yourself ninjas. You guys suck for ninja. <laughs> ninja. Like, you guys make a lot of noise for being ninjas and shit. <laughs> so there's some funny moments, but yeah, I mean, I'll give it a three out of five. It, 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 this was a little, a little light. This month, it was, it was an, you know, the the the, the breather month, you know, and it makes references okay. to his old flame and all that shit. Because I started picking up when they started referencing all those old, because all those people were in the old books. So I was like, you know, like Blackjack, Tar, and all those people like that. And mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they got that her uh Laker Wu's husband in the old books, he always claimed that he was James Bond's son. You know, okay. whether he was or not, we don't know. Yeah. Class something. Yeah, he was like, My my dad was this world famous MI6 agent. If he knew he was there, he was this ladies' man. I like, are you talking about James Bond? Like he he meant like like the real James Bond. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, pretty up. cool still. You know, a little a little a little a little uh a little monotone this month, but I still I'm still on this. They, you know what? I give them an A for effort. They tried something different. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can only yeah. fight fight superheroes and Avengers for so long. You know, do something else. And like I said, it was a nice tribute to old master kung fu Shang Chi history. So that yeah. was kind of cool, just to bring that old lore back. Even though they sort of sworn it off. One of the things I liked about this new run is they swore that off. I was like, oh, I, I purposely spoke in broken English because that's what everybody expected me to you know right <laughs> <laughs> and all that shit and they like i'm an avenger and i'm doing new shit now and that's that that past my past is i've left that past behind but they brought it back for this one and it, it, I mean, it was kind of fun but a little like, I, i'm more into i i want to get to the you know all the these different villains and you know all these but but I, I trust the writer I, I feel like he's gonna find a way to bring all it together you yeah, because yeah, those old a- books, like like Shang Chi, stayed away from all the Marvel shit. He was just in his own spy world. You know? Yeah, because those were those books were cringy. And this new writer, yeah. he's he's, you can tell he's a fan. He's a fan of like Hong Kong flicks and bringing that Chinese kung fu lore into this into this book, which I I love. Um, so yeah, that that's what I was. Told. I'm 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 into that. I'm I'm into the whole. All these super villains are after the Ten Rings, and he's got to like you know. Um, you know, protect them and, and keep them away from them and shit. And um, but mm-hmm. you know, so this issue is like, oh, it's a James Bond story. Take a break from that. But in the end, it's still about that. It's still about they they stole the rings. So this right. story so was just a ruse. And, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it was just a ruse to get the rings. And now somebody's got the rings. And like, okay, well, cool. I'll on to the next. So yeah, pretty cool. Okay, cool. All right, last book I'm gonna do is uh. Fantastic Four number forty six. Now, why am I reviewing this? Yeah, why are you reviewing? Okay, reason I'm reviewing this is because it's actually the end of Dan Slash run. It's Dan Slash last last book with Fantastic Four, okay. so it's kind of like a wrap up of his whole story with the Fantastic Four. So okay. well, let's see, what we got. Uh, we still talking about 
uh, backwards compatible. Football game picture. Sorry, I had to please. Yes, it is back compatible still <laughs> to this day. Uh, in the NBA and now NFL 2K5. Yes, this game. Uh, yeah, where were we? Okay, so Fantastic Four. So this is Dan Slot's last run of it. it 46 issues. He's out of it. Uh, kind of like wraps up his whole run he had with it. My thing I always made fun of it that they call it the Fantastic Four, but look at all these assholes on this cover. Like these are more than four people, but you know, but that's it. That's his run. You know, is that Yandu back there? Who the fuck is not Yan? No, I will explain who that is. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's so many people in the Fantastic Four, like part of the family. Like this, they're basically Vin Diesel now, you know, but we'll go to it. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Okay, so like I said, Dan Slash last run, the book starts off with a microbi, well, a marine biologist named Joanna Jeffers. And the book does the story is about her. So why are we talking about her? The reason we're talking about her, because she just found out that she's Reed Richards' half-sister. Basically, his father, Nathaniel Richards, was a rolling stone. And since he could travel dimensions, he spread his seed throughout the through the multiverse. <laughs> throughout the universe. Right. <laughs> and so so he's talking to her. He's like, yeah, I know who you are. Yeah, you, you're Miss Fantastic. I know you're my half-brother. I know we got to share the same dad. I don't give a shit. What are you doing here? You're like, look. I want you to come with me just for four hours and we need to just talk about something. She's like, okay, cool. Since you screwed up my job, but you're going to be doing this crazy shit, I will go with you for four hours to talk about whatever you want to talk about. And then after that, we're done. Because the, the dad just died, you know. Uh, so they fly off and he's like, I'm going to take you to the center of my universe. And he goes, yeah, you see where the new, you know, the new Fantastic Four building is at. And that's when she meets Sue, uh, Sue Storm. She's like, yeah. And that's when they meet the rest of the family. And that's when you get all these assholes. Okay, got to break down everybody because, like I said, the Fantastic Four are not just four people. You got Ben Grimm, okay, Valeria, Reed's son, that's Skippy. I can't remember what the name is. Anyway, that's Things Adopted Son. That's Things Adopted Daughter. So it's a Scree girl, uh, a Scroll girl, and a Cree boy. They adapted them in one of those adventures, and now they're just like one big happy family. That's his wife, Alicia Masters. That's Franklin Riches, most powerful motherfucker on the planet. Uh, or the universe, whatever you call it. And I don't, I think it's a regular cat. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it ain't that yeah. alien cat from Captain Marvel. I, I, I don't think it's an alien cat, but I may be wrong. <laughs> I may be mistaken anyway. Uh, so anybody what, talking no, no Sauron? Where the fuck is Sauron? <laughs> right, in the savage land of some shit. And so the kids be, you know, Franklin and Val, they're just like, hey, Aunt Joe. And they're like, you gonna call me Aunt? You just met me. Like, we call everybody Aunt Uncle. Look, uh, She-Hulk is Aunt Jen. You know, Ant-Man is Uncle Scott. And they not even related to us. You actually related to us. So, of course, you're Aunt jo- Joanna. She's like, okay. So then they get this. That's not the some dude. Whatever. Anyway, the reason you haven't seen Human Torch, because Human Torch, remember, he slept with Dr. Doom's wife. So Dr. Doom put a curse on him where he couldn't turn off his fire. That's the story. That. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get into it. It's a thing. Uh, but anyway, he can't turn off his fire. So he went to this planet to help them, you know, help him turn off his fire. So they were like, okay, well, let's go get Johnny and things wife said oh you gotta take the kids with you like what yeah take the kids with you they want to spend time with the dad so okay so the kids are coming with them you know uh and then reed talks to his sister like well i know you said four hours but you want to hop over to space with us like you know damn well i want to go to space with you i'm a scientist so of course i can't turn it down so go to space they talk uh and basically they talk about you know the fantastic force origin where they went to space and they got hit with with, uh cosmic rays but it turns out this it's a retcon this alien group 
bombarded them with extra cosmic rays that Reed didn't anticipate and got hit with. That's not the original story. The original story is Reed just want to be the first dude in space. That's all. Remember, it was the 60s. So that was a new thing, you know. Uh, so they go to the planet. They meet the people. They go there. They find Johnny. And basically, the dude's saying that he has a nihilist cosmic rod that can actually manipulate the cosmic rays however he wants. So I can actually turn Human Torch back to the level he was before. Because he was like, he had too much of it at the time. So now Human Torch back to normal. He's like, I want to say this for months. Flame off. So then he just starts hugging everybody. Hugs Sue. Hugs the kids. Kisses things. Hey, you've been my rock the whole time, you know. Uh, and then, you know, hugs Reed. He's like, oh, who are you? He's like, hey, that's my sister, man. Back up. You know. <laughs> you know. Uh, and then they, they talked to Thing. They were like, look, Thing, since we cured uh, Johnny, we can cure you if oh, you want. Shit. Yeah. And he just like, you know what? And he talks to his son. He's like, should I do it? He's like, no, I like how you are. He's like, you know what? Why don't you be how I am? I'm good. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, a cool so, I, that's a cool panel. Yeah, it's a cool panel. But he just said with his son. He like, my just, son likes just, me the way I am. Ben's, ben smiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blue eyes, all the stuff like that, you know. So, uh, anyway, Johnny Storm drama. I don't give a shit about moving past that. Um. We go to space. They're back in space. And then Reed is telling his sister, he's like, I know I said I'm going to take you back, but I didn't tell you the whole thing. We got to go to another dimension to meet our other brothers and sisters. Like, what the fuck? How many are there? Oh, like, I told you, our dad, he, he got around. The council of brothers and sisters. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so they meet his other brother and sister, his brother Arthur, who's a cyborg cowboy, and his sister Huntara, who's a winged Amazon. You know, and basically it's just like they, they didn't know that their dad was dead. So he basically telling them the dad was dead. He was like, and dad wanted us to get together one time, all of us, you know, to, you know, to be a family. He was it's like a cowboy Reed. No, well, it's not a cowboy because it's his brother. So it's not really Reed. Oh, it's it's oh, a it's, guy. It's his, it's his brother. A but it's his brother. Brother. A space yeah. Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but the thing is, they, they don't even believe that he did. Like, OK, Reed, did you see the body? Like, well, nah, okay, then he ain't dead. So what the fuck are we doing here? Like, nah, he's dead. Nah, he ain't dead. So you get the fuck up out of here. So they basically they have like all of them have a strange relationship. And she's like, okay, now will you take me back? Because I didn't give a shit about my dad. He left me when I was five. And I didn't give a shit about any of his kids either, especially you, you know. So they were like, look, the reason I got you here with me is because I was supposed to die today. And I wanted to make sure I saw you before, just in case that happened. You're like what yeah so he goes and they basically like the t- they basically took the family and they just stare in space in the universe like the universe that franklin helped make so you got all the kids you got franklin you got val you got thing you got blah blah, blah all 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 the family and it's when reed talks to you know joanna he's like look this is my family and if you want to be a part of it you could would you like to be a part of my family she's like no <laughs> you know take me home you know so he's like, so they get ready to go home. They go, but then they get hit by some other crazy cosmic rays and shit like that. And Joanna didn't get bubbled. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> not the time. But, but she gets knocked out. So she's she passes out. And when she wakes up, the Fantastic Four is in the middle of a fight. You know, she's like, how, do, how long have I been out? You've been out for a minute. Uh, we got attacked by some dude named Psycho Man. Ree Richards got attacked, got caught a full blast of Psycho Man's power, which he has the powers to like amplify all your anger rage hatred so reed is out he's down for the count so i need you to watch your brother while we go fight this cycle 
So they're like, what do you mean? I'm not watching Reed. I don't even know Reed. Like, just watch him because you can't fight with us, so you just stay there. So while she's watching Reed, Reed wakes up and tells her, I hate you. <laughs> you know? She's like, wait, what? Yeah, I hate you. I hate all you. I hate all my brothers. I hate you, that cyborg cowboy, that Amazon. I hate all of you. you <laughs> That's know? the Reed that I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> she's like, how the hell you hate me? You don't even know me. reason I hate all of you is because my dad left me to go make all of you because I wasn't enough for him. So if I was more of what my dad wanted, he would he would have stayed. You know, she's like, what the fuck you talking about? First off, Reed, do you know who you are? You were his favorite. Yes, he made he left you to go make us. But guess what? He came back to you. I didn't see that bastard uh, after I was five years old. But you, he came back for. So obviously he loved you more than he loved us. So really, I should hate you. But I don't. I hate him. And really like, you know what? Now I think, yeah, I kind of feel like you feel. <laughs> you know? So she's like, so say it with me. Our dad was an asshole. And Reese says it. Yes, our dad was an asshole. She's like, yes, I finally made Mr. Fantastic Curse. <laughs> you know? So they have, yeah, you know, they have like a little sister brother moment, you know? And then while they're fighting and shit like that, they beat Psycho Man, you know, they beat him. And then they find out what was powering him. What was powering him was Molecule Man. They haven't seen Molecule Man since the first issue. They've been looking for him since then. They're like, Molecule Man, how the hell you get here? Like, remember the first issue when uh, that chick, uh, <laughs> like, blew me up and destroyed me? Panel. Well, she... Yeah, panel seven. On yeah, like, whatever four. it was. Yeah, because, you know, he can break the four falls like that. So he, like, she blew me up but left one molecule. So I packed all my stuff into one molecule and went to the Summatomic Verse. So... Yes, I'm literally a molecule man because I'm just a molecule. So she's like, so can I come back with you? She's like, yeah, you can come back with us. And so, uh, and then that's when you, Joanna's like, okay, look, Reed, I, I, I'm coming aboard. I'm, I'm having fun with your family, but I want to bring you to my world. And she goes to her world and basically says what she does all the time. Like she's in the microbiology, marine biology. And she basically like studying the fish to see how they swim because, if they get off track, then it means something's wrong with the ecosystem. And she, and Reed is just like explaining it to her. And she's like, you're not making fun of me. Are you? You're not talking down to me, are you, Reed? She's like, no, no, I, I'm really interested in it. I want to help you out doing this. We're going to sit here and we're going to study the fish and study the stream and see how the ecosystem go. And plus, I just want to fish with my sister. She's like, you know what? We got to do this more often. You're like, yeah, we should. The end. So it was a... It was a heartfelt story, man. I kind of like the story. It was making the feel-good moments, you know. And really, that's what we Fantastic Four family. is supposed to be. It's family. <laughs> it's all about, you know, like the, the super villains that show up, that they're there, but they really don't matter. It's really about reading his family, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but like I said, this book is getting out of control. Reed's family, things family, Reed's family's family, all that shit like that. So, yeah. <laughs> but I like it. Like I said, I'm gonna go back and read Jan Slice and Tyrone. I know uh Gomer hates it, whatever like that, because it's not Hickman and it's not, you know, setting the Marvel Universe on fire. I just want to just read a fun, goofy story, you know. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, they were so, uh, was it what, what is it was in Co comics cast? They were shitting on it. Yeah, they were shitting on it. They read, but the reading they were shitting on it were like because Dan Stott was trolling, because I think like the first two issues, Fantastic Four wasn't even in it. So they're just like, oh, fuck this oh, book. Yeah. But he was oh, he was trolling right, yeah. for a reason. Yeah, he, he was doing it on purpose, you know. And so yeah, but uh, yeah. Anything else we got or 
No, I'm good. I mean, I read that new Ninja Turtles and Shaolin Cowboy, but I don't need to talk about them. I mean, the Ninja Turtles, like, that needs to start. It's still a build-up to this big event. So it's still building up, and that's what this new one was. It's just Shredder going around collecting all the memories of his enemies to figure out how to beat him for this big the Armageddon game or whatever it's called. So that Armageddon game number one, for real, is the next issue. <laughs> so everything was just preludes, okay. This is all prelude up to that, you know. And 30 okay. pages, like big books about stuff that ain't the turtle. Like the Ninja Turtles weren't even in it, I don't think. Like maybe one panel. <laughs> They're trolling <laughs> you, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, fuck I said, ah. <laughs> Who wrote this? Dan Slott knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Like I would say, we have uh, uh, other podcasts. We have the Geeks and Comics. Uh, I don't know who else is on the Outrage Geeker page, but if you are, shout out to you. Um, follow us. Oh, Eli, did you see I get an Xbox One X? No, you got an X, One X? X, yeah, I got one. That's I bought the one, one that plays two. the discs? Yeah, that one. I oh, bought it like two okh. weeks ago. The oh, reason okay. I didn't say anything because I was going to return it. And then I played it and I was like, you know what? I can like it. I think I'll keep it. <laughs> So I've been playing well, these games. Yes. Yeah. I got the one which just that doesn't play the discs. So yeah, and, and that's pretty good too. But I wanted to, you know, go all out. So I just blew money on it, stuff like that. So I'm <laughs> I'm streaming, you know, stream right now. I'm playing Ninja Gate right now. I forgot how hard the game is. I'm getting my ass kicked. Uh shout out to the commenters, you know, telling me I suck. But look, it's a hard <laughs> fucking game, man. This ain't that so of course I'm gonna die a bunch of times. I ain't played in a while. So yeah. So follow us next week. We'll talk about something something will happen we'll talk about it we'll probably talk about stuff i want to talk about this week we didn't get a chance to talk about so i'll talk about it next week we'll see how it goes until then this is leroy this is eli we'll talk to you guys next week same bullet time same bullet channel Tim's, I'ma do whatever it takes, just enough to win. I'm the one that your man told you not to fuck with him. I'm the single parent household with nothing in the refrigerator. Pissy staircases, smell like the incinerator. Grandma in the back, hooked up to the ventilator. Trying to chip in to see if we can get some dinner later. In front of the building with a clip full. Garbage piled up, rat size of pit bulls. Either getting money or you aren't. Couple parolees, couple niggas with warrants. Couple of hoopties, couple niggas with foreigns. Making a movie, a couple niggas is starring. Yeah, but it's just a segment. Somebody got somebody's sister pregnant. Dice game, somebody lose, somebody win. Somebody coming home, somebody is going in. Everybody about that action. We don't do talk. You already know what it is. This is New York.